So I'm actually, we haven't done this before, but I'm going to throw it out this week. Because I'm seeing the trend kick up where they're doing the whole challenge again about like, I'm going to do 22 push-ups and now I'm going to nominate this person to go do 22 push-ups. <laughs> da, 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 da. So here's what I'm going to challenge. Start doing the whole like, I spent 22 minutes today checking on my buddies. Here's my challenge to you. So for all of you that are watching right now. Do a video and call people out. This, yeah, call people the, out. Let's call it the Freedom Friends Challenge. Or the Freedom Friends Challenge or even on this show, the show runs the... This buddy check, which is not the show, we do have a podcast yeah. that is a legit podcast. It's an audio show that you can go get anywhere you can find a podcast and on YouTube. That's the actual podcast, not this. But this show runs about 25 minutes, 30 minutes. Sure. Which means that if you sat there and eh, listened to eh. us chuds fucking check on each other, you eh. could have spent this time sending text messages or calls to buddies. We still want you to, to watch. check on them. I'm with Aaron. <laughs> like I would end up killing like ten people, so I don't want to fucking do that. What do, what do I don't mean? think that's true. He said he can't do twenty two push ups. I'm like, yeah, can't do twenty two. You just start killing motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. So the twenty one. The twenty two right? push ups. Sorry, buddy. Keep him guessing. I'm sorry. I tried. I tried. I'm sorry. If you're doing 22 push-ups, you were doing that for Facebook likes. You were not doing that to help. Yeah. That is you're doing it to show off. You're doing fucking push-ups. Time. You're doing that for Facebook likes and Instagram clout and whatever the and fuck fucking, other term you want to give to it. I'm guilty of it. I did the 22 challenge. I did the 22 push-ups. We all back, do. Uh, like a fucking couple of years ago. It like, had a time and a place. Yeah, I did it. I think it was like 2016 or some shit. But now the whole world is aware. Yeah. Yeah, and Richard, piece is done. Richard Goolsby brings up a good point. Even non-military people need checking on. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. We well, live in a weird world. That's why this ti- is not titled the military buddy check. No. This is just a no. buddy check. That's it. Well, check and, on your fucking friends. And that's why there's such a push to get the, the D <laughs> removed from PTSD and call it PTS. You know what I mean? Because it's not a disorder. You know, because it, it affects everybody. You can have a car accident and have PTS from that. You can have uh, a traumatic episode. You can have something happen to a friend that fucking gives you fucking the fucking willies. That's if a you form want of a, PTS. If you, you know? want a prime example of it, it's go post traumatic stress. The Vet Pivot Co Show and Dynamite Story. Uh-huh. Yeah. That is a non combat associated PTS true. Uh, situation. Yeah. Had nothing to do with the military at all. And I'm not going to tell Dynamite Story. That is his story to tell. Sure. But go back and listen to that episode. It's a powerful one, though. Yeah, it's a powerful story. It's a, it's a story. powerful story, but that is a prime example of the fact that checking on your buddies, and buddy is anybody that you care about. Family, friends, it doesn't matter. I don't care. That's your buddy. Check on them. Spend the 22 minutes. It's nothing. 90% of the people in this comment spend longer than that fucking pooping. Like, check on people. <laughs> I'm guilty as fuck Just saying. Not check on lie. people. I take I take long shits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then my legs go numb. I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. Every once in a while, you get that really big one. You got to take one pant leg out. Now I got to like fucking <laughs> baby deer it to the bed and lay there until the feeling comes back. Like, I hate that, dude. Fuck, Johnny boy. Yo, buddy, check. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing good, man. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad to hear that. Uh, I could complain, but nobody wants to listen to it. I I'm here to listen. We're, to We it, would listen to it. I don't man. fucking care, John. See? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Yeah. But I would listen to There's it. There's always one. And that's the deal, is anybody that's out there that that, that phrasing or whatever, I know, and you're making a joke, like mm-hmm. you know you have plenty of people you could call that have got your back. Don't ever think that. Please, I want to hear it. It's it's a, I know it's getting played out in the memes and all that kind of Derek, stuff, but I would much rather listen to you complain all night 
Yeah. Then have to go talk at your funeral. Yeah. Like, for real. Dirk wants Fucking... to know if he can call you, Jazz, uh, and check on you while he's pooping. Yes. Okay. Especially you know if you, you should do. Especially get, if you just, have smell of vision. Just get a Snapchat. Or you can get my Snapchat. <laughs> you can get oh, my Snapchat. Aaron Aaron likes to talk to me while I'm pooping all the time. So and while he's pooping. But Dirk, you can call me with or without poop. I'm here. <laughs> and if you text me first, I may poop with you. Ooh. Oh, there you go. It's like a virtual hand holding for the power squeezes. Yeah. yeah exactly. It's like uh, uh, it's like it's like it's like a, a Zoom call meeting of battle shits. Shit. There I was. <laughs> Easy guy. Jesus. So uh but this is the buddy check. So all of you guys out there, here's the the mass buddy check. Hey GW, fuck you, man. Everybody fucking Quinn, chime in. You can actually not call me. <laughs> How you doing? And I think right in about not right about now is the good time to throw the poll up for have you checked on your fucking buddies? Yeah. Because we yeah. do it every week and I want to know. Have you checked on your buddies? And if you haven't, be honest. But if you hit no, it should say no, but doing it now. Yeah, and no, fucking, but I'm going to. But no, but I'm going to. And just yeah. know that, just put that shit out there. Because trust me, with TikTok and all the other shit out there, I know you've spent time doing shit that's a far less constructive than calling a fucking friend. So, poop and that's chats with jazz. About. That could be OnlyFans. OnlyFans.com slash poop chats with jazz. Yeah. 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 I like it. It's not bad. OnlyFans.com slash battle shits. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> no, that'd be funny. Just a split screen of guys like shitting. That'd be hilarious. I guarantee you, there's a market for that because everybody likes farts. <laughs> uh. So, what did Mike Johnson say? He's got a long ass comment. Uh, all jokes aside, this shit is legit serious. I was there Friday. If a buddy hadn't been there for me, not sure how I'd be today. Bullshit and jokes aside, I appreciate you guys. By the way, sorry for the seriousness here. Back to the labs. No, dude, it's it, it, we do this because of the seriousness, brother. Where, like, that's uh, why we do it, man. Mike, Mike, where do you live? Cibolo. I was right down the street. Well, fucking come hang out on a Monday night. Yeah, yeah. dude. I mean, God fuck, damn it. You could literally come. You've been here before, fucker. <laughs> you yeah. came and hung out for the yeah, podcast before. By. Shit. He's hung out. Yeah. And that's the deal. It's like, yeah, some of it may be handled with, with jokes and comedy and all yeah, that oh, yeah. stuff, but it's, it's just we'll be how re- it gets handled. We'll, but, we'll be relentless, um, but I hope you think it's uh, because we love you. So, yeah, I mean, it's just, it is what it is, but check on your buddies. It's impo- It's fucking important. It's far more important than any of the other shit that everybody's getting spun up about right now. The next one I want to get, I've talked about with uh, my brother. So we lost a brother Yeah. Um, to suicide. Uh-huh. So that's why, so this buddy check thing isn't like a... Because it's the right thing to do. Like, all of us on this yeah. panel have been impacted by what we're talking about. Yes, we have. The next one I'm going to get done is I want to get I want to get a memorial tattoo done for that. Nice. So I want to I want to recognize that. So um, I didn't handle it as well as I should have when it happened. And I think that was... It was a shitty way of dealing with it. But I think that was my shitty way of dealing with it was to kind of discount it. And it took me a couple years to really kind of come to grips with what it was you know that's, that's, I, I that's an important that. topic though man yeah. that's an important topic because dealing with grief it's different for everybody you know and yeah. in and when you're in the moment a lot of times you don't know how to handle that you don't know how to properly process that and when it's someone close to you like a brother 
you yeah. know, or or even in the proverbial sense, like what we're used to, our brothers right. of yeah. our in well, arms, the non-blood, the, the non the non-blood brother. brothers. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like even in that, even in that, uh, you know, respective, we each process it differently. Right. You know, we get a lot of us get angry. You know, and, yeah. and anger is a is a natural emotion to that. Don't so, feel bad for getting angry. Yeah, and mine you know? mine reflected in value sacrifice. So mine was I started pulling cigars and whiskey and stuff that. I was saving for that special occasion. All of that just started getting burnt up and used yeah. and all that kind of stuff. And yeah. it was, it wasn't the right way to deal with it. And now that I've, I've had my time to process it and, and realize that I didn't deal with it the right way that I didn't, I didn't deal with those around it the right way. Um, now I'm at the point where I want to, I want to do it right. And I want to deal with it and, now I want to carry something to keep that memory. And to be honest with you, not just the memory, but the reminder yeah. of yeah. Right. from the outside, it should, from the outside, all the markers should have been fine. Yeah. Like family was close, like immediately available. And everybody that he was surrounded by had been around the same stuff. Yeah. And so to be honest with me, for me, it's the reminder of like, do not let it look like, oh, they've probably got what they need to deal with this. No, that is not how this fucking works. Like, it doesn't matter what you think the outside looks like. Yeah. Yeah. There's so much more that had just another question been asked, had another phone call been made, had any of that been done, uh, it might not have happened. I'll be honest, uh, dealing with death, I'm I'm a selfish motherfucker because it's hard for me and I just shut down to everybody around me. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and I probably should be more, uh, available to people who are also affected by it, but I just, I don't know. I just shut down. And I, it's hard, right? And, and I, I disappear. Like, and I'm, I'm kind of the same way. I, I ghost. It's like when it comes around yeah. and stuff like that, the other thing that I default to is the, I try to become the fix it. So right. it tries to become the whole, yeah, life. yeah. well, can I do this or can I do that? And yeah. so I focus on like the mechanics of it, which takes me out of the emotional side. So I can just focus on the, it was the same way I dealt with my grandfather was I defaulted into the, I'll help coordinate and make decisions. Yeah. And cause that lets me focus and just put the logic into it. And I don't have to deal with the emotion. Yeah. And that was all like just natural timeline stuff. The suicide part, I did the same thing. It was just a. Yeah, I'll talk to people or whatever, but I'm going to, can I fix it? Can I do this? Can I do that? Can I talk to the right people? What are you doing? Da, da, da. Like try to fall into the coordinator role because that means I didn't have to deal with it. Yeah. Because if I'm fixing yeah. this stuff, then I don't have to, yeah. I don't have to focus on how I'm going to handle it because I'm I, helping I, you handle it. I just don't deal with it by literally not dealing with it. Yeah. Well, like two of the matriarchs in my family passed away, my mother and my grandmother, yeah. right? And I was young, you know, I was my mother's youngest child. And somehow it all fell to me to handle everything. And it's rough. And it was very hard. I was 20 years old. And the problem trying is. Trying to handle is, this shit. Yeah. But then you look at it. And then a few and years later, my grandmother died. And people, again, they were like. Well, at you, they, right? were, they were like, he handled it last time. It's on me again. And these are two women who raised me. You know what I mean? So that, it was mm -hmm. very, very difficult. Um, in that aspect, you know, like it was, it was a little different. Because it wasn't suicide. It was just either natural causes or complications due to something or whatever. Things that we, you know, you, it's easier to compartmentalize that because you know why. You know the why. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, when it comes to suicide, you don't always know the why. 
And a lot of us don't, you know. But and, the problem is, is then you start digging into it and you realize the why. Yeah. And I was the same and it's way. Always, and it's always because hindsight's twenty twenty. But I was the same way with you well, on the I had to be the fixer. I had to be the guy that coordinated it and made it work. Yeah. And it's an easy out. But it's an incredible. The problem is, is that I think when you do that, you don't process grief correctly. You don't. You know, you hold on to it because, because you it, have to be the rock. You have and to be the strong loss, for everybody else. And the else. loss becomes mechanical. Yeah. And the problem is, is that starts to poison. Well, it dulls you. It dulls you and it starts to poison the healthy response to death. Yeah. Which should be, you should be allowed to be pissed. You should be allowed to be sad, upset. Yeah. Or you should, you should be allowed to deal with those things. But instead, you're expected to be the one that's able to pick it up and carry it and set it down where it needs to be. Absolutely. And everybody's just like, ooh, look at it, how strong he is. And it's like, no, this isn't strength. This is distraction. Yeah, I'm it's just It's allowing myself. me to not fucking deal yeah. with because it. Because I don't want to feel right now. The, re- you know? the reason I avoid it is I, I'm afraid I'm going to relate to it. Yeah. You know what I wanted to do the night, you know I mean? the night my mother died that night? You know what I wanted to do more than fucking anything? Just to get my mind off shit? I wanted to go to a titty bar. Yeah. My friends took me to a titty bar the night my mother died. That's how fucking disassociated I was. Yeah. That's how much I pulled myself out. I was like, let's go to the t- see tits. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and and obviously, deep down, I didn't want to go. No. I wanted but to you fucking. you needed that distraction. But I, I, I was looking for anything to distract me from that. Yeah. Anything. You know what I mean? And uh, that's that's where my mind went. Yeah. You know? And uh I th- it's it's not a healthy way to process, you know. It, yeah. Like like you need to, and uh-huh. I, and I think we need to understand that it's okay to process grief. It's okay to be upset. It's okay to show those emotions, especially when it's someone who you genuinely gave a fuck about. So I don't know if you, you know? follow in the comments, but Aaron said his his dad committed suicide. Yeah, and he did the color guard for his dad, oh, and that was tough. the toughest thing ever. Man, I I did a color guard for one of my friends who committed suicide. Yeah, uh, and uh, that that was not an easy thing to do. Uh, my and, my brother and, and I came up with a for my mom. We came up with a fucking ceremony. Yeah, and uh, an- again another distraction, something yeah. we could plan. Well, that's like you know with my grandfather. Yeah, it's hard. And ever since then, like that's why, I, like funerals, I just totally disassociate. As soon as myself. bagpipes start. Oh fuck! I'm over. Yeah. I'm done. I'm yeah. fucking done, man. Yeah. My because grandfather of all was the, the fallen Marines. My grandfather's yeah. death was the same way, and they asked me to come in and video and photograph it for the for those that they, couldn't yeah, come in. You ended up having to work it, but yeah. I absolutely embraced it and was cool with it. One, I had an amazing support network. So my little brother, who the full backstory is my he's my half brother, mm-hmm. so it wasn't his grandfather. But he was with me there every step of the way on sure. building everything for it. So I kind of had the fallback on doing some of the, the lift so that... He's all right. He's an okay guy. He's an okay guy. Uh, but... Heard he used to drive a Buell Blast, though, so I'm judging the fuck <laughs> out of him. You should. What you a should. Fag. At the same time, he also owned a macaroni yellow fucking Mustang. Good God. So, yeah. <laughs> I heard his bike matched, matched his car. No, it was red. Oh yeah, the bike was red, but the the Mustang was yellow yeah, with the like, louvers, and like, it was the slow four like six put, Mustang. It's like putting, huh. it's like putting ketchup so, on your, mus- on your uh, but no, macaroni. but literally the work aspect of it, like the color guard aspect and that kind of stuff. It was I could focus on the work, and I didn't have to focus on yeah. the fact that somebody that was that close to me yeah. was gone. Yeah, um, and I did the same thing with my when my brother decided to commit suicide. Is it was one the fucked up thing was I decided. Other people were at fault because they didn't step in and do something. So I could just be angry at them. Yeah. 
So that was mistargeting because at the same time I wasn't as connected and as talkative and involved with what was going on with him as I should have been, especially as the older brother. I'm the oldest in my family. So I did have a responsibility there of being connected. Um, and to be honest with you, I'm really close to my brother now, and I'm closer now after that. And part of that is a guilt thing. I love him to death. He's one of my best friends. Part of the rekindling of the connection I have with my little brother now is because of that, because I realized what I lost. Right. Because I wasn't as involved as I should have been. And I'm not saying that my relationship with my brother now isn't organic and we don't love each yeah. other. So I guess a positive out of that loss was realizing I could lose that again. Yeah. And God damn it if I will. So that's sure. never going to fucking happen. Right. Yeah. But I did realize what I was. Well, there's a lot of friends out there. I just look at them. I'm like, you better but, fucking die after me. But. <laughs> I'm like, I'm fucking, I've dealt with it enough in my life, dude. Like, like, but the fucking... years it took for me to get to the point of realizing that, that that guilt I was carrying and the retargeting I was doing was because I didn't know how to process it. I didn't know how to go. This dude had demons he needed to deal with. And I wasn't there to help fight those demons with him. And it's that same way when you lose friends to suicide and stuff. It's like, I was willing to stand on a line and carry a rifle with you and fight that. Yeah, but then those right. demons came along and either A, you didn't trust me enough to stand on line and fight those demons with you, or I didn't make myself available enough well, you, to know you, I could fight that, with you. you. You grow disconnected. Yeah. You know, you, you're in different parts of the world. Um, but, then, but then it just reverts back to regret, you know, like... Yeah. Uh, so. So Scott and I had a buddy of ours that uh, was in our platoon um, that uh, he passed away after we uh, both got out, and I was living in Phoenix at the time. We didn't we didn't find out he he passed away till years after. He uh, passed away. Uh, it was about a, just it was about eight months afterwards. Well, um, yeah. But uh, when it happened, he was in uh, Albuquerque, New Mexico, six hour drive from me. Yeah, and I didn't know. If I would have known, I would have been there. Sure. You know what I mean? Sure. And so that fucking, that beat me up for a while. It's now. the what ifs, man. Yeah. It's the what ifs that'll get you. You know, what if I'd called him? What if we had talked more? Yeah. What if I'd stuck? What if I hadn't have said this to him and stuff? Yeah. yeah. Like but, I, I had a Marine that killed himself. I found out uh, shortly after it happened. We were friends on Facebook, to be honest with you, though. He was, he was kind of a shitbag Marine. Yeah. And I, I used to fucking, I was hard on this kid. Yeah. I was fucking hard on him because I saw the potential in him. Yeah. But he had no fucking drive as a Marine. Right. You know what I mean? And it was just like, like I tried. You know what I mean? And, and for a while, we were peers. And then I, I excelled above him and was in charge of him. Even when we were peers, I was in charge of him. Yeah. You know? And it was just like, you know, one thing after another after another. And it was... Uh, but when he decided to kill himself, the what-ifs got to me. Right. You know? I was like, fuck, And man. that's the dangerous part. Was I part. too hard on this kid? And that's Did, the dangerous part know? is the what-ifs. And... Like, what you have to do is you have to process those what ifs and you have to be logical about them. Yeah. Because you have to get to the point of what you just said is key. When he made the decision. Yeah. Because it's a right? decision. It's a it decision. Is. When he made the decision. And I'll be honest with you. The guys on Facebook that are like, I'm going to kill myself. Goodbye, everyone. Those aren't. Those guys. That's guys, not a decision. Those guys haven't made a decision. The it's people a cry, who it's don't a, say fucking shit. It is shit, a cry for help. Absolutely. But, but the ones that make the decision. Like, and. They're going to do it. It's, I know it feels discounted, but... Jenkins, I'm talking, talking about somebody else, but Stribling's a good example, too, because we lost him, too. you bought your new truck. Mm -hmm. You made a decision yep. to go buy that truck. 
I'm sure you probably talked to a couple people about it or whatever <laughs> and the, got the some ideas. Guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. You but know. you made that decision. <laughs> but it was your decision to go do that. Yeah. And I know that sounds like I'm discounting it, but I'm not. Because I'm, what I'm saying is you made that decision to go do it, and that was the choice that you made to move forward. Mm-hmm. Now, had a bunch of people, if you decided on the truck and a bunch of people were like, that's uh, a really bad. Let idea. me tell you how, all the reasons this is a horrible fucking idea. Yeah. You might have gone like, I might change my mind. Ah. So yes, you have to make yourself available. But ultimately, the decision does fall on them. Yeah. So you can't get too caught up in the what ifs. But that's why we lean on this buddy check. You have yeah. to check in because a lot of times all they need is the information, knowing that there's another option. Yeah. It's not you have to make this decision by yourself, Jenkins. I was hot on you because you were retarded. You know that. <laughs> Love you, buddy. <laughs> Quinn, Quinn said he lost a guy in his unit um, shortly after he qualified as a Sentinel, which is the patches he sent us. Uh, and the what ifs got him for a long time. Yeah. yeah, like I can relate to that. And like Jess said, you yeah. can't dwell on that. You can't dwell on those you what ifs. You can't get man. caught in the what ifs, but what you uh, can but, but, do. But they will get you. They will get you, but know. what you have to do is you have to look at those what ifs and you have to learn from them. If you're saying that what if I did this or what if I did that. You can't roll backwards. But what you can do is you can learn from those what-ifs and start applying that to your relationships now. And that can be what changes tomorrow and the day and the week after and the month after and the year after. And that's what stays important. I I know it sounds callous to say that those situations are a learning experience. Yeah. But we're still here and we still have those that we care about that are still here and all we can do is fight for those that are still standing. And so, some of those that we care about are struggling. Yep. So yeah. and, check on them. And that reminds me to remind you that Jenkins says to fuck you, Mikey. <laughs> <laughs> That's so. Mikey ever met. See, you think highly of yourself, dude. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So, Holy but fuck. apparently we're getting through because the poll did come back and most of them said yes, they have checked on their buddies. That's good. Only a couple said no, but they're going to do it now. So I'm glad to fucking hear it. 